Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach. I am Latasha Holloway. We can do it. It is a pleasure to be on the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. As a resident of Virginia Beach, I offer up my support and admiration to Vanessa and this platform. Hello, my name is Latasha Holloway. I'm running as future mayor of the city of Virginia Beach, and I'm so excited to be here today to share with my efforts in ending the inequalities in the city of Virginia Beach. Beautiful. Now, how long have you been a resident of Virginia Beach? I've been a lifelong resident of the city of Virginia Beach. Excellent. Where did you go to high school? I attended Kellum High School, and um, then my senior year, I did move my senior year uh, to Williamsburg, Virginia, so I ended up graduating from Lafayette High School in the city of Williamsburg, Virginia, but I very shortly thereafter relocated back to my hometown of the city of Virginia Beach to attend Norfolk State University, so I've I've been a lifelong resident of uh, the city of Virginia Beach. Excellent. How long have you been inspired to take on this role? I've had the misfortune of experiencing some massive injustices and inequities uh, that happened to my my own children. Mm -hmm. And upon it being brought to my attention, how uh, children from poor communities, children of color, children with disabilities, um, were being, you know, just abused and neglected within our school system, I looked for a champion, anyone um, within leadership. I went to council, I went to school board meetings, and and I just would beg anyone um, to stand up and help me with the injustices. And to my horror, none of the leaders that we are familiar with within the city of Virginia Beach would speak for the atrocities that have been happening in our schools to our children. And so from that uh, incident that I learned of, of my own children being mistreated, I decided to become the champion I wish my children had, you know, um, instead of waiting for someone um, to come in and be that problem solver, I became the problem solver. And so I have sought out many different uh, interventions that I believe will bring equity to the city of Virginia Beach, starting with uh, ending the at-large apartheid voting system that has prohibited uh, communities of color, poor people, persons with disabilities, our senior citizens, uh, persons just the everyday Joe from having a voice in the city of Virginia Beach. And I'm proud of the achievement of having uh, the judge from the federal courts, the Honorable Judge Jackson, 
to find the city of Virginia Beach guilty of their discriminatory tactics that have uh, excluded so many good citizens uh, within the city of Virginia Beach from having an equitable opportunity at any aspect of life. So that is one of my biggest accomplishments so far, and I'm not done yet. You are so incredible. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so sorry that you've had to go through that. Yes, uh, you know, I would wish that kind of pain on anyone. At the end of the day, um, I'm a mom. At the end of the day, I don't want to see my children in pain. I don't want to see anyone's children in pain. And if I do happen to be a witness to these injustices happening to anyone in the community, I don't care about party. What I care about is making it right. So at the end of the day, I want people to know that a vote for me is a vote for what is right. This is how we make our city, the city that we've always dreamed it could be. We can do it. That is my slogan. Um, it, it, you know, of course, is a slogan that's, that's taken from the women's suffrage move, move, movement. And I hold it near and dear to my heart because the same way that we've had women leading the charge through that movement is the same way that in this era, we need to have women leading the charge. So I'm not only running for the future mayor of the city of Virginia Beach, but I am promoting and encouraging women from all walks of faith, from many different demographics, from any uh, you know, ability to stand up and run for offices within the city, run for boards within the city, you know, make your voice be heard. And if you don't know how to do those things, um, my nonprofit that I started last year called the Virginia Beach Coalition, we have been active in the community, uh, gearing people up, training people, educating people about the different uh, diverse activities and, and opportunities towards getting on some of these boards and um, becoming active on your city council, becoming um, instrumental within the school board. Um, it's, it's vital. It's vital. No community can thrive without having equitable voices being heard to meet the needs of that community. You know, and that has been what, why the city of Virginia Beach has been so stifled for so long and has not had any movement progressively to encourage growth in our city. Um, it's because we've had this good old boy system, this network of these greedy people who just want to maintain their power and want to continue to siphon all of our tax dollars to their own benefit. And when those tax dollars are stolen from the good people of the city of Virginia Beach, everyone suffers. And that's what I'm here to put an end to. Um, so I look forward to also anyone within earshot of your podcast, if they have an interest in uh, getting in, in, involved in some of these boards and uh, sit, doing their civic duty within the community, and you just don't know where to start, you can start with our nonprofit, the Virginia Beach Coalition. We are ready, willing, and able to educate, support you in any way, shape that you may need. Um, and that's how we're going to make change in this community. Thank you so much for speaking the truth and for coming on here and doing this today. I hear 
your coalition sounds amazing. How exactly can people get involved? Is this more of an online community or are there in-person events as well? All of the above. So we go out and we do connect with the food bank. We uh, connect with different churches. If you are a part of a church or organization and you need some support, we are that organization that we don't discriminate. We actually want to bring everyone and wrap everyone in our arms and say that we support you. If you need us to help you with the fundraising, if you need us, you know, for whatever whatever aspect in, in your world, in this community that you need help, we want to build community in that way. So for those that have any interest of being connected with the Virginia Beach Coalition, you can go um, on our website. Um, you can reach us at https colon forward slash forward slash equity dot now dot site. Again, that's https colon forward slash forward slash equity dot now dot site. I just want to say that this has just truly been an exciting time um, to be a citizen within the city of Virginia Beach. I hear every day some of the horror stories of people that aren't getting uh, the uh, resources and things that they need to just be able to thrive. But I want everyone to hear my voice. As long as there is a need and I have the ability within my hands to use my hands, I want to be the bridge to make the fill that gap. And so I am just excited that the Virginia Beach Coalition, the, the uh, number of people that we have, the members that have been just so instrumental in serving the community are just so awesome in connecting and, and with other, other uh, churches and organizations. And our community is thriving because we all are sticking together and we're all working towards the same common goal to make the city of Virginia Beach a better place. So this is a good time uh, for everyone to kind of, you know, lock arms together and just let your neighbor know what pain that you're experiencing. Let your neighbor know what it is that you need. And we are here to be that neighbor and we're here to help connect you with whatever resources or to fill that gap and to just make sure that everyone in the, in the community feels and you know that their needs are being met and that their voice is being heard so i'm so excited that we have that to offer to the city of virginia beach so thank you for allowing me to come on your podcast and share that information as it is such a vital uh, piece of information that's so needed in today's uh, pandemic world right Absolutely. Everyone needs help right now. I was just telling someone that the other day. She said, I've never had to um, ask for any uh, public assistance before, but I can't pay my rent. And I said, I want you to stop right there. I don't want you to be talking as if you have failed. You haven't failed. The people that should have been, you know, providing resources and not stifling all of our tax dollars failed you because you shouldn't have to seek them out. You have taken in your grandchildren. Under no circumstances should you be feeling like you are alone. The community has to come together and help you to fill those gaps because those aren't your biological children. You, you stepped up you know, as a grandparent and I commend you for that alone. You, know, you raised your children already. 
but now the call was, was made to you and you answered that call of duty. And so don't feel like you're a failure. You're not a failure. And, you know, don't feel that you are a failure because you're having to ask for help. Right. And I just, you know, I, I just tried to console her in that way that you are a champion. You are championing the, the needs of these babies. And if you didn't do it, guess what? They would end up in a different kind of a system. It might not fare so well. So right. we got to always try to look at the, the positive of what is happening, even though it may be some horrible circumstances that are happening, you know, try to pull that positive and we'll try to make a positive. We, we, Beyonce told us that we need to be making some lemonade out of those lemons, right? Yes, ma'am. That's what this is, you know? That's what I did, you know, when I got those horrible videos of them abusing my babies on camera. And then I couldn't even punish these people because somebody thought it would be a good idea to make a law that says, if you work for the city, you can't be punished for this act, okay? So when you see these kind of injustices, rather than, you know, throw your arms up or just, you know, collapse in a corner somewhere and, and let, you know, the enemy win, we got to get up and we got to keep trying and we got to help one another to keep it up and keep trying, you know? No one man can do it all alone. Absolutely. I'm going to give you a little bit of personal stuff here. I recently left my job because I felt like I was in an environment where they were letting terrible things slide and I can't. Whenever you are forced to go to a place that you have to go to for work and you start to get sick to your stomach, it's pulling into the parking lot, yeah. it's time to go. It's time, it's time to go. And so I just find all the persons that that took that step, that leap of faith, and walked away for their own mental health, I see bravery. Because guess what? We come from a generation that taught us not to do that, right? That taught us you stay at your job for 30 years, no matter if you like it, so what, right? right. And we know better now. We know that sacrificing our mental health, nothing, that's priceless. You can't replace that. You know, so for, for us to get to you know, being at the end of our days and there's all these a host of mental health issues and health issues that have put you almost under the ground. You can't even enjoy your retirement. That didn't help, you know, our generation before. And we are finding a way to do it better. So that's what I love about us, right? Yeah. I love that we are having to be in inventive and reinvent not only ourselves, but what we imagine our world should be. And if it's not a healthy world, we say, no, we won't accept that. We want there. We're going to change it and we're going to make it better. So I applaud you for that. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm so grateful. Thank you. By November, I hope to be going to trial for the benefit of our kids in education. And so, um, you know, I'm trying to be the change I want to see in my community. And I'm so grateful for people like you that, you know, once I meet you, you say, hey, I want to be a part of this. How can I help? And I, the, the energy has this, I mean, this campaign has been amazing. It has been amazing. And I'm not a politician. I'm what did I say? I'm a mom, right? So I'm just so impressed with all the people that have come aboard and I just embrace you all. And I can't wait till this whole COVID thing is over because I'm a hugger. 
energized to do more do more than what we've already done right, right? let's not just talk about it let's Mobilize. do something and um unfortunately at that time so many people were so just beat down yeah. um i got a lot of pushback you know stop filling these these women's heads with the notion that they can file something in federal court federal court is really hard to do blah 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 i that's how i ended up just filing by myself you know and i knew that this would benefit the entire city if all of the moms from these groups could only have recognized that we are putting the the leaders on notice they're supposed to be working for you not the other way around right if we could have um you know done that four years ago this city would have already been turned around. Absolutely. We would be having a different conversation right now because we would have been able to, you know, um, get the uh, these mothers that, you know, have uh, energized the, the needs of the city that can speak true to the needs to get in these positions of leadership. And, you know, who better to put the bad guys in the corner and say, no, you're going to sit over there and some time out because you you aren't doing what's right by the people. Then they mama. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. And so now uh, when I when I speak to them, now that, you know, the lawsuit is won and the city has been forced to change that old, you know, white supremacy relic right Mm -hmm. they were forced to change it and now those moms are calling me and they're like tasha we thought you were crazy (laughs) we thought you were crazy and you were speaking like this you know this this dream this fantasy that seems so far-fetched she said but the fact that it has come full circle and we have a whole new system in our city she said, you know, we just have you to thank for this. And I said, this is when we all can get to work now. We all can get to work and we all can make this city what we reimagine it to be, you know, without the fear of the powers that be drowning out your voice. That's what this lawsuit is, you know? So it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. I see... I see beauty, more beauty today than I saw yesterday. And every day that beauty is magnified and becomes, has this, this clarity about it in my city. And I see smiling faces when we are solving some of these problems in our communities. And the, the you know, now with this new voting system, we're going to make even more, more smiling faces. You know, uh, once we win the educational lawsuit, we're going to put some more smiling faces on on those babies that have been being mistreated and uh, poorly educated um, and discriminated against. We are going to force the leaders of this city to work for us. That's what this campaign is all about. A lot of people kept calling and they're like, Tasha, why um, don't we see this all over the news about the new voting system? Mm-hmm. I said, that's by design. Absolutely. So, so the the powers that be 
control what news hits the media about Virginia Beach. Um, And I would have people say to me all the time, oh, well, Virginia Beach doesn't have as much crime as as the other cities around. I'm like, that's a lie. Okay. They don't want you to know about the crime that's going on in Virginia Beach because that's bad for tourist dollars. However, Virginia Beach has just as much crime. It gets covered up. And the citizens that are impacted by that crime, their voices get buried. And we want to provide avenues to, you know, make a resounding noise on all of those atrocities that are happening within our city. And so one of the things that we've been doing with the coalition is we have been connecting with different uh, social media um you know, celebrities, so to speak, in, in locally in the area, and saying, hey, this we're connecting you with this family. They got a story to tell you, to give those families voices. And then I had someone say to me, well, don't you think that that's making, uh, putting a black eye on Virginia Beach and making us look bad? I said, what's making us look bad are that the powers that be believe that when bad things happen to, to people that don't have the money, don't have the power, don't have the privilege, that they should go sit in the corner and shut up and just take it. That's the bad thing that's happening. Exactly. And what we are doing is we are allowing our coalition, our platform, to be used to amplify those hurt voices that are crying out the pain that's been happening to them. And we are running to their aid and we're giving them whatever they say that they need. So when I get there, if they tell me, I don't want anyone to know what, what happened to me last night. I just want, you know, the police to do something. Well, I'm not going to pick up the phone and call, you know, the different media because that person doesn't want to go to the media. You know, mm-hmm. however, they want action with the police. Mm-hmm. So I have some other things that are going on right now that are going to greatly improve uh, the, the the bonds in our community that we should have mm-hmm. with our police force, right? Absolutely. So we don't want to get rid of our police. They, they serve a purpose in our community. But what we do want, we want um, there to be transparency. We do want accountability. We do want that entity, that arm of our government to once again work for the people. And if if you're working for the people, you don't get to cover up stuff. You don't get to hide stuff. You don't get to distort the truth, right? So that's what we're fighting for right now. I have another um, and I can't talk too much about that one because that one is is still um, you know, we're still doing a lot of uh, building. But when I tell you When I'm finished, everyone will have this sense of security again about the police. And they'll smile when they see a police officer knowing they're the helpers. You know, they're not here to yell at me or belittle me or, you know, these are true stories people tell me about being yelled and cussed at by, you know, officers. Mm -hmm. Um, And we don't want that kind of history. We don't want the Jada Pinkett Smiths of the world to go on their national, international platform and recount their experience in the city of Virginia Beach 
and recalling police officers were the abusers right. when I was in Virginia Beach. I mean, I, I could have fell out of my bed when I when I was watching that episode of the, the Red Table. You know, one of the number one uh, podcasts in the in the doggone world. And the word Virginia Beach came up and it was something negative. That's what we are working to change. That imagery, negative imagery, imagery like that, it lasts forever, you know, and we want to, we want to make sure we're not covering nothing up. We're fixing the problem. You are not using any divisive tools. You really genuinely want people to come together and you want it to be a better place. That's right. You're in it for all the right reasons. And I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. And it has to be grassroots, right? It has to be grassroots because grassroots, when you think of the grass, you know, we, we can all sit on that grass. We can all have our drum circles on that grass. We can all have our community on that grass, right? grassroots are the people it's the heart of the people and so it is giving the 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 people the amplified voice to speak to those you know uh, the powerful at the at the top that won't won't let us sit at the table right mm-hmm. it's giving us that amplifier and saying you know what you won't let us sit at the table so let me tear that table down and we're going to build one together come on everybody let's build this table together yes. you know you know, you don't need to bring a folding chair. We're going to build this table together. And the new table that we built, we're going to all build chairs that we all can sit at. Isn't that an amazing thought? I love that. Yeah, it's an amazing thought. I said that in one of our groups. And everyone sat there and they just, it, their mouths were wide open. Everybody got quiet for like a few seconds. And I said, what, what happened? What happened? And one of the speakers said, Tasha, you know, you just said something, build knocking the table down and building a new one and we're all going to be able to build. And I, and I said, yeah, is, did, did you not get what I'm saying? No, we got it. We're just connecting the old analogy. If they, it would, what Ms. Chesham said, if they won't let you sit at the table, bring your own folding chair. Well, guess what? We don't need a folding chair. That's not going to be helpful. If that, that, that table still is, it's not I'm equitable. Serious. So everybody's not able to reach the top of the table to be able to to be seen and heard. And so tear the whole doggone thing down. Let's start over. That's what this new voting system is. It is a new equitable table. Everybody has a clean, even slate now, right? And now we're in a place where we can build from the bottom up. And as we're building, we're building as a coalition. I want everybody. This is a multicultural coalition. It is, uh, you know, multi-generational. It is everybody coming together and helping to put these pieces together on this table and the chairs. And now we all can sit at the table and be seen and heard together. And that's a resounding noise within the community. That's what community is. You know, that's what it is. And our coalition... Um, is so fantastic. This is one of the things I, I love about the people that are, are, you know, coming together is that everybody was tired of having to just find their corner on the ring. You know what I mean? It was like a boxing match. Everybody had their corner. And if you were this demographic, you couldn't 
go into the other corner because you didn't want to be seen with the other corner because, or you didn't want to go on their little, you know, their podcast. You didn't want to go um, and support them on their historical, you know, um, day for their, uh, their community. Everybody stayed in their own corners. Since we built this coalition, when I say everyone has just been coming together and everybody's been so supportive and everyone, you know, what wants to learn more. Uh, we, we had all these forums and, uh, they were so education and, and educational and powerful. So in the forums, we came to hearing the same, um, messaging through the forums. We had forums for the Asian community. We had forums for the, the Filipino community. We had forums for the Indian American community. The, I mean, we just had all these great um, citizens from all walks of life um, in our city come to the table and, and say, this is what's going on in our community that is adversely affecting us. This is what we think we're getting right. This is what we think we're getting wrong and where we keep missing the mark. Everyone was saying the same thing. It was amazing. When we, when we brought it all together and had our town hall, everyone was amazed that what they were reporting were the same and similar in, in all, you know, pockets of our community. And everybody was handling it or trying, you know, throwing their interventions differently. But at the end of the day, we're all working at the same thing. So when we all came to the table and came to the final conclusion, wait a minute, we're, we're spinning our wheels and we're not really making any headway, but you're working on the same thing over there. And what if we put our heads together and you were doing it that way and I was doing it this way, but, but you know, if we put our heads together and bought those two theories together, we would be compounding our efforts of, over the entire city. And by golly, we just might, we just might do something. We just might change the face of the city. It's been working. So we have our green uh, act people. We have our uh, progressive thinkers. We have our, you know, uh, conservative thinkers. And I'm telling you, it, it doesn't matter what political party you're in. At the end of the day, we are all citizens here in the great city of Virginia Beach. And all we want is to be able to take care of our families and thrive. And that is the unifying uh, idea that we came, you know, to this conclusion of how can we do this? How can we, you know, what, what do we need to do? What do we need to change? Everybody is in sync with that, you know? We don't have to get into the weeds with all the other stuff that causes, uh, you know, the diversity, diverse thinking. At the end of the day, this is what everybody is, is looking and hoping and praying for. Let's work for that common goal. That's what we've been doing. It really is that simple. How do sure. you recognize someone from Virginia or from Virginia Beach? Oh, you could easily recognize um, citizens from, from Virginia that, you know, we are the you know new york gets the 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 uh benefit of, of being called the, the international melting pot mm -hmm. but the truth of the matter is the 
Virginia is the foundation of our country. It is the historical military um, uh, home for our, our uh, you know, uh, military. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you're going to different cities uh, or different out of the state, um, you can recognize our citizens because they are uh, more open-minded. They have come in contact with so many different um, diversities and, and, and you know, uh, populations within um, society that I think the Virginia citizen is more welcoming. We still have that Southern charm of being um, hospitable and at the same time, uh, understanding that it takes uh, so many from different places to operate and perform our, you know, military needs. And so therefore, that's why we are just so open and hospitable to the needs of others. That is our strength. That is our strength. We are resilient people because we have so many different, um, you know, and embrace so many different cultural, you know, um, uh, uh, and different uh, aspects from different communities all into one uh, melting pot of a state called Virginia, you know? Mm-hmm. So that is the beauty of, of our citizens. That's what makes us so resilient. Well, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure talking with you. Oh, bless your heart. Thank you. I, it's always a pleasure uh, coming on your, your podcast. And I look forward to speaking with you more in the future.